0: Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope to inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training without further ado let's dive into today's episode welcome to episode number 251 today we're diving into how to fill up your integrity bank and conscious self-creation welcome to today's interview i brought on nate bailey nate welcome
1: hi thank you Uh, thank you for having me i appreciate it i'm excited to be here
0: give the listeners a little background where do you live and what do you do
1: I live in um, just outside of Rochester, Minnesota, south of the Twin Cities, about an hour. And I'm a coach. I'm a speaker, podcaster, author. um, But really, you know, everything that I do, my my message and the impact that I make is working and helping entrepreneurs just, you know, become champions and better people in their life, like getting them from where they currently are. So I think we all want to continue to improve and get some into a little bit different place in life is to help them to get to that place quicker. So yeah, that's, that's what I do.
0: And entrepreneurship is definitely not for everyone. It's um, I, I yeah. love the little picture of the memes I've seen that entrepreneurship, what you think it's going to look like. And it's this really gorgeous, very straight line of going <laughs> right uphill to your end result. And then it's like, what well, entrepreneur, ship actually is and it's like this zigzag all these swirls and circles and ups and downs and yeah that's what it's really totally
1: like. yeah it's like a just a big storm right it's just uh it's not easy and that's why a lot of entrepreneurs only last a short amount of time and then they go back to doing something else right right
0: well and whether so you you're use, yeah whether you know, you're an entrepreneur or other areas of life it's still i think some of the same tactics to not give up when things get hard, to persevere. So what would your message be? I mean, kind of more generally to when you come up against roadblocks, what do you do?
1: Yeah, I would just, I, I like to remind people that, I, you know, especially for me, I think I got to this place or maybe, maybe I had this thought that like, you know, the point of life is to get to a place where you don't have roadblocks and anymore right but the reality is is that like we're guaranteed to have roadblocks the roadblocks are going to happen and so when you can shift your perspective to be like i expect them to happen and if i qu- equip myself with the mindset and the skill set and the tool sets uh in preparation for like i i know they're coming i'm, I'm kind of like keeping an eye out for it so then when i see it i'm like hey it's no big deal i'm prepared for this this is just like we we're talking offline where you ran a marathon and you did the work and you put, you put the time in and the training. And so when it came time to run the race, like you were ready. And so that's kind of the same thing. Like roadblocks are going to happen like 100%. And so I think if we can make that shift to be like, I just want to avoid the roadblocks. It's, it's, it's impossible. So quit trying to avoid them and just, uh, you know be prepared for them so that when they do come it's just kind of like a little bump in the road instead of like a massive catastrophe.
0: Yeah, it's like a pebble not a boulder. Yeah. Okay, so then what what do you what are your suggestions or what do you personally do to strengthen the mindset, the skill set and, you know, what whatever else in order to get around through or over these?
1: Yeah, um, you know, th- one of the big concepts that I like to talk about, I wrote, I wrote a book and this is a big part of it. And then I did a, a podcast, I did a hundred episodes on this called the integrity bank. And so the integrity bank to me is, you know, becoming a person of your word. So what does that mean? Like, if you say you're going to get up in the morning at 5am to go work out, right? Uh, you actually get up and you, you go work out. Um, and it starts with you because many people say that they're going to do that and they continue and they don't wake up, they hit the snooze. And this pattern goes on for years and years and years. Imagine how that feels to continue to let yourself down to uh, essentially it's like a small failure to start the day every single day for a long period of time. Cause you just can't get yourself to do it. And you're like, ah, tomorrow I'll do it. But no one knows because you haven't really shared it with anybody. So the, the biggest person that you need to be your word to first is yourself. And so start with the small things that you can, that you can easily know that you can do like, you know. Like you said, whether it's even taking the garbage out and taking it to the, tr- all the way to the trash or, or when you finish with your dishes, like put them in the dishwasher right away and don't let them pile up on the count. Just the little things that are really simple, but add up over time. And then as you continue to do that and be your word, you're making a deposit every single day into your integrity, bank, and the balance starts to grow. Most people take, try and take deposits from their integrity bank every day. And while well, there's no money there. And so it's super, you're insufficient and, and that other people see that right it's just like other people pick up on that and feed that and they know whether you're a person of your word or you're not and it's so much more powerful the relationships are so much more richer the results in your life begin to compile and compound when you are a person of your word and it really does start with those little things but you have to start by doing that yourself to yourself and then once you do that then you can start to be your word to to others like and it's just it's it really is a life-changing thing, and the mindset that comes as a process of that is incredible, and that's going to allow you to to treat the to smash the boulder into a million pebbles if you need to, right?
0: Yeah. Well, even for example, going through this whole pandemic, um, I believe my years, and I'm talking years of personal development. I've been into this stuff since I was 15. I'm currently 35, so do the math. But I, I love this stuff and thank goodness I had all this background and the Tony Robbins experiences and the other seminars and I love Robin Sharma, but I believe without those years of experience and implementation and creating better habits, I would have been wrecked through this pandemic. You know, so many people and so many people are like, you know, they feel that it's so traumatic and, and they they've lost total control. And instead it was like, okay, focus on what you can control. And this is a great example to focus on your word and it is building those small blocks because i, I love the quote that like you snooze you lose but you're right you're going to start your day every day just the second you hit that button you've already defeated yourself
1: yeah absolutely and you know start from where you're at like don't beat yourself up like who you have been in the past wins or losses doesn't define who you are right now like we, yeah. we constantly have to kind of prove ourselves every day so you're only as good as your last your last minute you know that's a powerful lesson that i learned in an experience that i did a few years ago and um it's it's so true so don't worry about what has happened in the past like you can start today if you haven't been your word to, to yourself and to others for years or decades it's okay like you can take a stand today and again just take those little steps and little steps and you try and make the gap between the time that you weren't your word and the next time that you weren't your word, like you just try to make that gap bigger and bigger. And there will be days when, you know, you, you can't be your word. And the and, and the, the most powerful thing to that, though, really is like when you know you can't be your word. Like if you told somebody you're going to be somewhere or you're going to call them or you're going to do something like c- honor your word by by calling them right then and there, like the second, you know, and just Let them know, hey, I said I was going to be here or do this or do that. I can't, I can't, you don't have to explain it. Just, just let them know, hey, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know, you know, could we create a new agreement? Like, could, could I do it by this day and this time instead? And people, and and then just don't make that a habit, a daily habit, right? Don't be having to honor your word every day, but but uh, when you know that you can't on those days, you make a little withdrawal, but you let them know right away and people will respect you for that. Because what happens typically, we feel bad if we can't, and then we make it worse by not letting them know right away. <laughs> and then it just snowballs into something else. So, sure, sure. Um, so important.
0: Well, I think, and what you touched on is I think of each day as a blank slate. So rather than take yesterday's problems or issues or lack of follow through into today, you can actually start each moment as a new moment. But at least each day, I think of it literally as like a whiteboard and it is clean. There's no marks all over it. So today, it's like, what can I do today? And I I love, I think it's my neighbor who told me this. He's like, if you could just be 1% better every single day, the compound effect of that is huge. You have a wise neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he's a good mentor, yes. 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 Okay, so the question for you, I know you have a military background. Did you learn some of this going through that?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I you know, I would definitely say you know, I've tried, I tried to learn from all my experiences, right? And so there are things that you learn through the military, through, you know, it's definitely you have to be disciplined. They make you be disciplined. They they make you do certain things, get up when you don't want to, you know, you kind of really don't have a choice. And then over time that kind of can, can become a part of who you are. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely. And then as you get away from the military, sometimes if you're not careful or, or intentional, uh, then some of those things can begin to slip away, but it's al it definitely is always there and something that I can draw on. And it's definitely something that, that I've taken to help me and who I am as a person, as a coach, as a leader. Um, to become a better person and also help others to, you know, be better as well.
0: Can we touch on this whole being intentional? Because I think that is a very strong and powerful word that isn't used as frequently.
1: Yeah, I like to say, you know, quit being casual in your life and and be like super detailed and intentional, like detailed, specific and intentional, meaning like don't wing it quit winging your life why would it's, it's your life we're talking about right why would you be casual with your life with your health with your finances with your relationships spirituality like whatever is important to you why would you be casual when like there are no guarantees unfortunately i i have had some some personal experiences to to show me that in a very real way that like life can be over in an instant and so so knowing that, the, that we have no idea when our time's up, why would we not be super intentional in who we are and the relationships that we have and the words that we use, right? Cause words can, can hurt and be taken out of perspective and in our, our powerful form and uh, how we communicate and uh, our actions and how we take care of our body. Like all of those things communicate to others who we are as a person and people love it and are attracted to people that are, that are, disciplined and super intentional like have this presence about them that makes you want to kind of be around them and just like learn what how what they're doing and, and how they live so that they can model themselves after it
0: can you share with me like kind of walk us through what are your routines like how are you intentional how do you be your word
1: yeah it's um well as a coach first and foremost it's you know, I, I feel a huge responsibility to live what I'm going to teach someone else at the highest standard. So I want to be doing things that, that like, you know, r- running 100 miles or whatever, so that when I'm pushing my people to do something physically hard, like I know that I'm, I'm willing to do the same thing times 10 uh, than I would ask anyone else to do. Uh, but yeah, as far as rituals, routines—I mean, I, I work out every day. I meditate every day. I, I, I'm intentional in my day, as far as planning and scheduling and looking at what's ahead of me. And if I—it's in my calendar, like I'm going to do it again because it—it it comes down to being your word. And the more—and the second you make that decision and you start to live that, like every day that builds up, those deposits are made. Like the harder it is to go backwards from that, right? Because it just becomes a part of. you are so those are all things that i do i invest in my relationships and people that that uh, are important to me by sending messages out like i used to i would have the thought to reach out to somebody in the past and you just i wouldn't do it right and then it would happen again and then you you could go months without actually just sending a text message or picking up the phone and calling and now when i have those thoughts i just do that every day because i'm in the habit of intentionally reaching out to people that i care about every single day you know so those are all part of my routines i'm, I'm always going to work out i'm always going to meditate i'm always going to spend time with and, and message and communicate with people that are important to me um you know i i do a pretty good job of, of inside of my nutrition i'm not going to say that i don't have a piece of pizza or eat some ice cream every now and then or have a beer or a, a scotch or something like that but uh, i do take care of my body because i know that like it's the only one i have (laughs) and and uh in order to run 100 miles or do some of those other things too you it it behooves you to to take care of yourself so yeah uh study i study every day i read something or listen to something every day and and you know i have an email list so i'm either emailing or podcasting so i'm always or i'm on social media sharing what i've learned as well which helps me to retain it and and uh just become a better version of myself every day. Like you said, that your neighbor said that if you could become one percent better, that's kind of what I'm trying to do, right? I'm always trying to grow and expand because I believe if we stop growing, then we will kind of regress and kind of like a flower, you quit watering that it wilts and dies. So yeah.
0: Well, I think a key thing that you're really hitting on is you do this consistently. You have created good consistent habits you don't do it occasionally or when you feel like it like you this has become who you are
1: yeah yeah i don't have to think about it it just kind of happens now in the beginning it wasn't really that way but that's okay like you know again start from where you're at and don't have such high expectations for yourself and just know that you know if you're committed um to becoming someone different it will happen and uh you it will just become a part of who you are
0: Okay, so I know you're training. Was it the Denali one hundred thirty-five or one hundred thirty?
1: Yeah, one hundred thirty-five. Yep.
0: Okay, talk to me about that. What I mean, why? So that's one hundred thirty-five miles.
1: One hundred thirty-five miles. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's wild because, as you shared, you know, I ran a marathon and that was enough. I'm like, I'm a one and done. I think that was plenty. So how do you, like, I talk to me about the mental aspect of it? Obviously, the physical, but one hundred thirty-five miles—that's a lot.
1: It is a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would like, you know, kind of like David Goggins, he inspires me for sure. And there's some other folks that have, that are in that world. My coach that helps me train for this, she did the Badwater 135, but she did the quad. So she did it four times in a row. Uh, and so I'm just like, I'm inspired by all these people. And, and I, I know the benefits by pushing myself through these physical experiences like, it's not just physical. It, it spills into, like, it lifts my life up in all areas uh, because of the preparation that has to be done, the experiences that I have, the lessons that I learn. Like, it just, it just thrusts me forward in all areas. And so that's why I do it. It is difficult, yes. But again, the more prepared you are, the less difficult it can be. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a majority of it is mindset. I would say it's probably eight, 80% mental and 25% physical. Like, I mean, if you got the physical piece, no matter how prepared you are, like it's going to hurt at some point. Your body is, is going to hurt at some point for sure. And do you have what it takes to just keep moving and just keep going? Because there's so many parallels to that in life, right? Like there's so many times when we just, like it hurts, <laughs> you don't want to, but, but if you do, if you persevere, if you continue to push through, like the rewards um, are, are that. Much greater on the other side, and so I just lo- I love to live life and have experiences. And yeah. like I'm going to go to Alaska. I've never been to Alaska, so this might be my first time there. And I'm going to get to see a great part of it. And I'm going to get to see a piece of it that I probably wouldn't ever see if I was like just in a car driving. Right? I'm going to be <laughs> on foot uh, running. So yeah.
0: Well, and maybe like you, for me, running is a moving meditation. And just like you said, yes, there are so many parallels to life and. I still run on the. I've ran since I was a young girl. I'd I'd be like, bye mom, go for a run. And easily like, I, I now like that three to five mile range just to go out, get a little worked up and then I'm good to go. But for me, it's that when you're literally climbing up a hill and it's like, how strong are you? Do you quit and you want to walk it or do you power through that hill to like for every, my whole thing is every uphill, there's a downhill.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and even for the person that like can't run the hill, right? Like walk the hill, but don't quit, right? Just keep going and keep moving. And, and yeah, when you get to the top, then you get to kind of coast coast back down and and uh, and try not to run the hill before you get to the hill, right? I've done that before where you see the big hill and then you start beating yourself up, like, oh, here comes the hill. I can't wait. You're like half a mile from the hill. It's like enjoy the journey along the way. Worry wow. about the hill when you get to the hill. Like, so be present, right? That's a big thing for me, especially inside of uh running in in endurance ultra endurance
0: that was so powerful for sure Uh, i just blanked out i had a question for you but oh i wanted to ask yeah do you have affirmations or mantras that you're repeat like i am statements or something when you're going through that long of distance
1: um i do i do use i am statements on a daily basis we'll call it conscious self-creation but um i you know to be honest i don't think i've i've use too many of those on my run i am i don't like to listen to much music either like i kind of just like to be in my head and just because we're so connected all the time to our phone like my phone is always on me or nearby yeah and it's just a great opportunity to unplug and disconnect i will listen to music every now and then for a few hours maybe um but i do like to just kind of be with myself and my thoughts and the surroundings.
0: Do you work through a lot of things when you're out hitting the pavement, totally present, just running?
1: Yeah, you have a lot of crazy thoughts and and some really great thoughts too, and it's important to. A lot of times when I do have those, um, I will I will stop because I, I usually do have my phone on me, and I will you know put them in my notes or whatever. Otherwise, I'll forget forget them. Right, if I have some cool ideas but yeah it's just you know it's kind of weird to, to know where the conversation's going that kind of the conversation you have with yourself when you're out running and and uh yeah just I just kind of go with it and flow with it so
0: okay then question for you what is a key takeaway you want listeners to get from this conversation
1: um I would I would say like a lot of what we've been talking about which is no matter where you have been up until this point, like just don't worry about that. You can use the failures or the wins in your life to help kind of to learn from and to help propel you forward, but don't allow it to define you. Like take a stand right now and just do the little things every day. Again, keep it small and simple, make those deposits into your integrity bank and start to build up that balance Um, and just, be your word, be your word to yourself first. And then as you do that, then you'll start to be able to be your word. And it's so powerful when you can do that to others, when you can tell someone you're going to do it and they just know, like they can cash. It's like they can take that check to the bank and cash it. Cause they know it's done before it's already happened. Like when you get to that place in your life, so powerful. And so that just starts with little steps right, right here, right now.
0: I know also you have in-person retreats and then year long coaching programs. So I'm curious to hear from you because I also believe a lot of it. I think I definitely heard it from Tony Robbins, 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. So, you know, you can teach all the tools and strategies and techniques like we're sharing today, but without creating the belief and a foundation, is that what you teach in whether it's the coaching or you're in person?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't know. We can't kind of call them stories, right? We all have these different stories that kind of that 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 creates our world view or truths that we have, yeah. and almost all of them <laughs> usually are not true. And and a lot of people don't realize that they could just you know create a new story that would actually serve them. And so, yeah, a lot of that work that we do is is around that and helping them through that and the mindset, showing them like we'll take them onto the beaches and we'll work them out because there's so many things that they will learn about how much more they can actually do than they think they can and it's showing them those lessons through the physical evolutions um just like it's just blows their mind open to new possibilities that were always there for themselves but they just couldn't see it so we help them to see those things clearly
0: question for you on the negative narrative because everybody experiences that and most people because you know I think that this quote is that we have somewhere between 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day and most of them are repeats you know you're not that creative they're repeats from days before and a lot of people get stuck I call it monkey mind or go down the rabbit hole of the the, the negative narratives or, or their excuses and holding them back. But people get so, it is that pattern in the habit and stuck in it. So how do you get people to like eradicate those old stories and kind of like, I call it pull weeds, plant new seeds. What is that process?
1: Yeah, well, we do have a process for that. And it's, you know, number one, it's, it's, it's just knowing that number one, a thought is not real, Right like you cannot touch it you can't grab it you can't hold it it's just a thought right so so many people believe that they are so true mm-hmm. that it does become reality for them and it's so getting them to see that thoughts are not real but these these thoughts combined together create stories that have them showing up a certain way and so we just teach them that hey your thoughts aren't real and and then we get them to through a process to take the step back and to start to question the thoughts that they have. And if, if this thought over here that you you've given so much truth to isn't, it might not be real, then why don't you just create a different thought and story that, that again, isn't necessarily real, but it doesn't matter to you if it's going to serve what you want, right? Help them get clarity in what it is that they want, and why it matters, and then create a narrative and a story around that, that will help them go do what's required to, create that result.
0: I want to give a visual because this helped me years ago. I remember when I started medit- meditating and meditation, you know, I think people think it's supposed to be this very peaceful, Zen, quiet, no thoughts. That is like, that's when my to-do list and everything comes pouring yeah. in. And then I get like stressed out that. And so my mom actually is the one that taught me, Heather, simply observe your thoughts. Think of them as clouds and let them pass by. They're literally just. So thoughts are they only have meaning that we attach to them And I think what a lot of people do is they have a thought i'm not enough i'm not capable that's too hard But then they attach meaning and they become those thoughts, but you're right thoughts have No meaning unless we give them
1: Yeah, I don't know who who said it but I. uh heard this multiple times like we as humans are meaning making machines right we Mm -hmm. take and we just attach meaning to everything and many times like how many times has someone said something or texted something to you you quickly attached (laughs) the meaning to what they meant by that and it didn't mean they didn't mean it that at all like and so now it's totally out of context and now you're like fighting with somebody that didn't didn't mean it didn't even come close to meaning what what you took it as right
0: that's, and that's what, man, texting is the worst. Talk about reading between the lines or yeah. men, 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 you are so good at this. They <laughs> don't overthink you're overanalyzing and women, <laughs> I think, yes, we, we want to create emotion and we pro- maybe we do overanalyze or create something bigger than it is, but you know, like maybe be more compassionate to help us get through that, not that you're overanalyzing and, and stop overthinking. That doesn't help.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to touch that one, but yeah.
0: okay, fair, <laughs> smart man. Okay, so what I would like to do is to wrap up the interview. I have a couple rapid-fire questions for you.
1: Great, let's do it.
0: The first one: What is a quote or motto that you live by?
1: Uh it's it's um, it's Teddy Roosevelt, "Man in the Arena." Um, I believe it was a kind of a speech he gave in 1912, and so it's kind of a long. Sp- longer it's so it's not really a short quote but have you heard of the man in the arena uh,
0: started i'm sure i have
1: okay so well it's uh it's it's not the critic who counts it's um, about the the one who is in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood and, and it just goes on to talk about like um whether you err whether you fail like you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter your 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 victories and your triumphs and it doesn't matter your your failures, like, you know, it's just going to happen. But it's just all about the person that's in the arena or is on the field. There's so many people that want to sit in the stands, drink popcorn and diet, or eat popcorn, drink Diet Cokes or beers, and tell everyone on the field how they're doing it wrong, right? Or that they should be living their life this way. Um, but they're the ones that are in the field actually every single day, no matter what, just continuing to, to play, to be in the game. And uh, so I, you know, for me, it's just like I want to be – the man in the arena constantly. Like, I don't want to be sitting in the stands. Um, so that's, 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 a big one for me. Love
0: that. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend?
1: Gosh, lots of them, but um, I, you know, Sacred Pace has been one that I've, has been kind of a big, big one for me over the last year. Uh, there's another one that, I had never heard of before, but it's been extremely powerful and impactful for me this year as well. Thick Face, Black Heart. So those are two, two great books that I've, I've really gotten a lot of over the last year.
0: Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Um, I think it's, you know, be less selfish, like... Um, you know, as a young, younger man, younger version, like I think back to coming home from deployment and being extremely selfish um, because I was gone. Cause I did put my, my life on hold for about 15 months. And while I was gone, you just kind of think about all the things you're missing out on about what you're going to do when you get home. And uh, in a way it was a bit destructive and selfish. And so, yeah, I would just be like, Hey, you know, but I think some of those things you just got to learn through experience. Um, I think we all kind of have those those experiences to learn. Uh, but yeah, that would be one piece I'd probably say. You know, think, think about others a little bit more.
0: Fair enough. Great note to end on. Nate, Nate, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes, Facebook heatherhakes, and YouTube, guess what? You got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.